Welcome everyone to the first episode of Museum Visits. Today we're visiting the Arbeyer Open Air Museum, so enjoy. The Arbeyer Open Air Museum is the museum that I most recently visited and I had a really good time. Just to get right into it, Arbeyer, it means river farm. So this museum used to be a farm and now Arbeyer is a, uh, it's a larger area that is a suburb of Reykjavik. So it takes about 10 minutes to get there. You will hear me say this from time to time about different places inside of Reykjavik, that it only takes about 10 minutes to get there. And it's true. Most everywhere inside of Reykjavik takes about 10 minutes to get to. Our buyer, uh, they call it an open air museum. They call it a living museum because what is what they've done is it was a farm and the structures that were on the farm they preserved. And they also saved some houses from destruction around Reykjavik that they really wanted to save and preserve and they moved them to this property. To take you back to its inception, the first mention of Arbeyer was in 1464. There was a woman named Olaf, Love's daughter, the wealthy, and uh, she made some sort of land deal with this farm. In historical records, that's the first mention you hear of Arbeyer. Fast forward about a hundred years or so, the farm changed hands to the Danish government and to Iceland. Fun fact, at the time, Iceland was uh, ruled by the Danish monarchy. It wasn't until 19 1944 that Iceland became an independent country. So that was around the 1500s when uh, it changed hands again. Let's fast forward to uh, 1704. So in 1704, there were two tenant farmers to farm the land, Simander and Sigurder. Sigurder, a Sigurder murdered Simander. And uh, it came out that Sigurder and Simander's wife were in cahoots. They plotted to kill him, and that's exactly what they did. And they did not get away with it. Nope. They were executed the next year. So, fun fact there. Fast forward again to 1881 when Mr. Eilver Einarsson and his wife, Margaret Pietersdottir, they moved in to farm the land. And what they did was they started a business. So, they started a business that was catering to the travelers because, as it turns out, that Arbeyer farm, it is right in the main thoroughfare that travels north and south. So, traveling from Reykjavik going north, you would have to go right by this farm. And so, what they did was they were catering to the travelers that were coming by. It's called River Farm because it, the farm is right next to a river. Surprise. Uh, and the name of that river is called Etlidaau. Back in the old days, people would have to cross that river on horseback to get to the north and in both ways. So when there was a bridge built over that river, then business really started to thrive there for them. They had the property until their death and their daughter had the property after them. And then she relinquished ownership over to the museum in 1940. I believe. And in 1957, that's when it became official. It officially became a museum. That's when they started moving the uh, houses to that property. When you go there now, it looks like a little town. One building, there's like a, it's a gift shop and you can get some coffee there, give you a little map of the, of the property. And then there's also another coffee shop there on the, on the property too, as well. So, so when you get there, it looks like a little town. It looks like a town square with all the houses that they've moved to the property. You know, it's just a snapshot of, what life was like in the 1800s and the 
early 1900s. You had examples of all different types of businesses, like a store, there was a church, a couple of different churches, and one church that doubled as like a sports complex. There was a, uh, the highlight for me was the garage. I went to the garage and you walked in and there was a model of what looked like a Model A Ford with the engine out and on a stand next to it. The wheels were taken off. There were all the tools on the wall. You could smell the grease on the tools. It was a real shop at one point in time. They had it set up like uh, like you walked in when everybody was away at lunch. Like it was a working garage, you know, like they're, they're actually working on cars in there. So it was really, really cool. I really enjoyed it. That was the highlight for me. The main draw to this whole museum is the old, the old structures from the original farm. And they're back on the backside of the property. And you go back there and then there's, you know, the original farmhouse and all the turf covered houses. It's really a cool thing to see. I can go into further detail about all the little houses, but it's, uh, for me, the takeaway is definitely, definitely put this, put this museum on your list. If you want to see what folks used to live like in the 18, 1900s and beyond actually in, in Reykjavik, then absolutely go visit pay them a visit it's one of the city museums so you can buy a card entry to that museum and all the city-run museums as well Um, and we'll be reviewing some of those in in future episodes but for now absolutely go check out this museum put it at the top of your list Um, i'm definitely going back it took me about an hour and a half to get to you know to go through it if you really want to make a day of it i would say you could you know set aside at least a couple of hours to uh to check out the entire museum and like i said there's a coffee shop there so you can grab a bite to eat get some coffee while you're there recharge so you can get there you can get there by car you can get there by bus it's only 10 minutes from downtown so we're going to leave it at that so stay tuned Thank you for listening. Check out, make sure to check out the YouTube channel and Instagram and all that great stuff. It's all at Iceland's best. And thanks for listening. Please rate, rate, review, subscribe, all that great stuff. And remember, tell a friend that you have a friend in Iceland. <laughs>